0: The following is a Great American Audio presentation.
1: Hey, freaks,
2: it's Friday, April 14, 2023, coming up on the program today. Why do I have seven tentacles protruding from my ass? Plus, someone has released a right-wing beer before I could. One trans girl doesn't want musty dick, and Galileo has some interesting pedo ideas for a Super Mario movie sequel. With Tim Hansen,
1: Freaks I am
2: Angry Earlier in the week I got on this very mic And laid out my plans To launch a conservative beer to pander to those who were butt hurt because Budweiser gave a can of their beer to a trans woman. It was another in a long string of billion dollar ideas put forward, thought up, created by media darling Tim Henson. All I Needed. To put this plan in motion and reap the financial benefits was one wealthy listener, an investor, a benefactor, someone who believed in me. Did I get the support I needed from you? No! I never do! Once again, you all have fucked me over and now we're too late. You have awakened the beast, and you will all pay.
3: No, 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 no,
2: <laughs> the explosive power of the seven-tentacled octopus has awakened in Timku. Will evil consume him? Or will Lady Kexina finally be able to summon her cosmic light powers to extract the dark energy that's manifesting itself?
3: <laughs> no! Kusan! <laughs> what is it, Hasunaga?
2: Ke-Kezina. Come on, What? It's all coming up on the next action-packed episode of Rage of the Seven Tentacles. is just the uh, ending theme song to my anime have you ever noticed that i don't know how much anime you watch but occasionally like these uh, really hardcore action-packed animes have really like sweet sounding ending theme songs by the way it took me seven months to learn the lyrics to this song i sound beautiful though So far, a large percentage of today's podcast hasn't even been in English. How do you fucking people sit through this shit? It's not even in Japanese. It's, you know, what I think Japanese sounds like. I'm sure it's mildly offensive to the Japanese people. I'm sorry. My favorite part of the anime is um, the fact that somehow the, the the seven tentacled octopus is special, even though normal octopus or octopi have... An additional tentacle. It's not like I even have anything extra going on. It's one less than a normal octopus. What the hell am I doing? Oh, it's idiotic. Are any of you freaks artists? Can you do um, like cartoons in an anime style? I would love to see like a picture of what you think Tim Koo would look like powered by the seven tentacled octopus fighting Lady Kikse or whatever. (laughs) Whatever. I envision, uh, you know, me with like seven tentacles coming out of my butthole These like are giant powerful tentacles from behind me coming around maybe in flames i don't know god i wish i was more artistic all right what the hell were we talking about oh conservative beer well we got a little off track there let me try to uh write this ship yeah i came up with a whole conservative beer the second this controversy hit which was like earlier this week right even though I mentioned it, I didn't act on it, and now it's too late because there is a conservative beer that launched today, pretty much. It's pissing me off. Now, of course, I'm probably not the only, well, I know I'm not the only person that came up with conservative beer. The idea was just sitting there, waiting to be taken. The the, the problem is, I, I don't have the resources to, to, to launch this shit. Why can't someone extremely wealthy like I, like Bill Gates or George Soros or the Koch brothers or something uh, fund me and my stupid ideas? I'm willing to take anyone's money. Any Saudis listening to the show? You people are rich. I'm willing to commit mild atrocities in exchange for a, you know, a large bankroll. I have no morals. You guys have heard this show. In that department, I'm fucking bankrupt. In every sense of the word, I'm bankrupt. That's why I need the Saudis' money. I like how so far I am courting everyone from George Soros to the Koch brothers to Saudis. Where will my allegiance lie? First person to offer me over a million dollars. I'm yours, baby. You know, and it's funny. uh, This conservative beer came up with a, a commercial and it's following so closely with other conservative products. It's almost like, you know, I'm always making fun of as seen on TV products because they all sound and look the same. There's some fumbling, bumbling idiots in black and white trying to stir a pot, getting spaghetti sauce all over their shirt. And then they say, there's got to be a better way. And then it all turns to color. And the announcer's like, now there is. No more splattering pasta sauce with the pasta boss. And then there's like a lot of rhyming going on because uh, it's supposed to appeal to low IQ idiots. It's like they're thinking, this is a poem. It's like one of them Maya Angelou things. I liked it. That means I'm smart. I'm cultured. I immediately called the 1-800 number and made an order. It's like, nothing gets you madder than when pizza sauce splatters. You never know when the marinara will squirt and ruin that brand new shirt. Well, not anymore with the Pasta Buzz. Anyway, uh, the conservative commercials and, and the ones I'm talking about specifically that I've seen, they all do the same thing, uh, whether it be the, uh, the, the conservative chocolate, The razor blades, you know, the the Harry's knockoff thing. It's always like one dude, the camera follows one guy walking and talking like it's the fucking West Wing. And he's like high-fiving women, grabbing a blowtorch, setting some product he doesn't like that he considers woke on fire. All while he's walking and the camera's following him and he's moving. It's the same fucking shit. Uh, This is no different, this, uh, this new beer. I'll provide a link on the show notes today uh, so you can watch the whole thing. Yes, he takes a baseball bat to a Bud Light. He calls him out by name. America's been drinking beer from a company that doesn't even know which restroom to use. It's strange because he's like walking past a restroom. And it would make more sense if it was like one of the unisex rooms, you know. But it's just, it's a classic women's restroom with an icon a little sign next to it you know the woman in the dress the outline and then uh, a wheelchair because it's wheelchair accessible and he's like shaking his head over that I don't think he's a big fan of the crippleds America's been drinking beer from a company that doesn't even know which restroom to use that's why I created conservative dad's Ultra right, one hundred percent woke free beer. The name sucks. I like the I like the ultra right instead of ultra light. That's clever. But conservative dads? That's kind of dorky. Like a man holding a can that says I'm a conservative dad. Ultra right, one 100- hundred. Sounds like uh, gay porn. Honestly, you know, there's a lot. Uh, you have to be gay to understand this, I think. But there's a lot of these like porn series that are aimed at dudes who are into very specific groups of people like Mormon porn. It's not for Mormons. It's for guys who think Mormons are hot. You know, There's like a whole fantasy. They, they ring your doorbell, try to get you to convert. You end up fucking them. I mean, they're usually like young guys in their 20s or something. I could definitely see, you know, a series of conservative dad gay porn. Ultra right, 100% woke free beer. As conservatives, we're
1: constantly getting
2: hit in the face, left and right, by the woke mind virus. He caught a ball with with a mitt. But the last place we want it is in our beer. Here's the problem with this beer. Straight dudes, really anyone who is buying Bud Light, buys it because it's cheap and it'll get the job done. And by that, I mean if you drink a bunch of cans, you're going to get drunk. That's what you want with a beer, right? You want to get buzzed. No one's buying it for the taste. We, we all agree Bud Light is not great. I have no idea what conservative daddy's beer can cock drinky beverage tastes like. I do know for a fucking six pack, a six pack, it costs nearly $30 to, to, to buy it and ship it to your house. It's fucking ridiculous. No one is going to buy this. I mean, OK, okay. I think a bunch of people are going to buy it for the novelty It is not going to be anyone's go-to beer of choice. It's not convenient enough, right? You can't just walk into any fucking store, gas station, convenience store, and pick this fucking stuff up on your way home. You got to wait 12 weeks to get get this shipped. It's not quite 12 weeks, but I think it's like mid-May or end of May. They haven't even made this. They haven't brewed the stuff yet. They're just trying to strike while the iron is hot get people to order this beer while you know there's this huge protest over bud light that isn't a bad idea because this is like their one chance to make tons of money honestly i think they waited too long if i had the resources and was able to launch the beer when i announced it on the show a couple days ago i would be making like 50 times what these people are making because you know the protest is already dying down how do i know this Joe Rogan was drinking Bud Light on his podcast He thought the protest was ridiculous He's like, everyone advertises to everyone Because they it's pretty much the same stuff that I was saying on the podcast These companies are just there to find new markets and make money Everyone advertises to the LigBits community That's not going to change They've been doing it for years and you weren't protesting It's just because someone told you to be upset about it now and and now because, you know, I think Joe Rogan and probably some other people are like, whatever, this protest is stupid. You're going to see it die down even further, basically because now pe- people are being told to not protest, that it's dumb to protest. People love Joe Rogan, right? Let's finish up with this ad here.
1: If you know which bathroom to use, you know what beer you should be
2: drinking. Oh, it's always the same fucking things in these conservative commercials. Woke mind virus. People confused about which bathroom, bathroom to you use. use.
1: You know what beer you should be drinking. Stop giving money to woke corporations that hate our values.
2: And that's when he hits the Bud Light can. And apparently it explodes and takes out an entire community. I mean, when the bat hits the Bud Light, it's like Hiroshima, right? It's like a nuclear blast. And to the rest of you woke corporations, stay the f*** away from our kids. He's saying all the right things. They get a certain demographic all riled up. Even though if you think about what he's saying, it's utterly dumb. You think Bud Light is going after the kid? How are they advertising to kids? Because they... Gave a trans lady a can of beer? It doesn't make any sense. Uh, you know, maybe it's like a, like it's six degrees of separation from pedophiles or something. I don't know. Someone needs to graph that out for me. Honestly, I, I hope next week there's no trans news and no beer news. I don't want to talk about either of these things. Exhausting. Well, in happier trans news, our favorite trans girl Andrea, also known as the Burping Girl, is back with a story. How you doing, Andrea?
4: I am seriously not having a good day. I was
2: hoping to get some positive news. Really turn this show around. What's wrong?
4: I was supposed to have somebody come over and do an OnlyFans video. They were, oh my God, baby, I wanna see you. I miss you, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, can you give me like 45 minutes to get ready so that way I can fucking you know, deep throat your cock or whatever
2: Yeah, sometimes that's too long You know, Like it, like the guy on Grinder is probably Just wanting to fuck or masturbate Or something and get off 45 minutes to an hour, that's too long You need to wash your pussy in a timely manner Someone needs to teach you how to do this quickly I think that's too long, 45 minutes
4: He's like, yeah, go ahead Do shout that thing and let's go So finally I get done And I hit him up I say, baby, I'm ready for you I'm ready to fucking suck your cock And, uh Nope, he completely flaked.
2: Now the problem is, you know, it's days later and uh, she's kind of like lost her chance. There's no guys wanting to, to fuck her right now and she's all
4: horned up. Nobody's fucking biting, like yesterday I had made the profile, you know, to set the bait and to get these boys wanting to fucking come over and make some videos with me. So I was like, hey you guys, looking for some dick to suck, you know, whatever, whatever. Sure, sure. Everybody was hitting me up yesterday. Boy after boy after boy after boy, everybody hitting me up. But see, I look like Gookie yesterday, you know. So,
2: I- oh, you were trying to plan something for a, a day in advance. Jesus Christ! If forty-five minutes is too long for a guy to wait to get some bussy or whatever the hell you're offering, uh, a whole day? There's no way he's going to be interested. He is going to move on. He's going to nut. He's not going to be in the mood at all. I
4: didn't fucking set anything up because I wasn't ready and I was like okay tomorrow you guys tomorrow tomorrow today is tomorrow I cleaned my apartment I washed my produce and I'm like Ready to fucking go I'm high on Adderall I'm ready to suck some dick
2: I don't understand how these conservatives can hate trans people
4: They're just like
2: us I feel nothing but sympathy for her She's high on Adderall She's craving dick and there's no providers Her ass cunt is all juicing up Craving a hog And then there's just There's no one out there I think this has something to do with the the Bud Light protest, right? Everyone's getting so skittish about uh, associating
4: with trans people. Hope everybody else is having a better fucking day than I am. That's for sure. I'm getting all horned up, and then fucking, you know, tranny girls get blue balls too. You know.
2: <laughs> I love her. I'm gonna fast forward, but at one point, while she's talking, someone hits her up. One of the the guy that was supposed to hook up with her the other day. And he apologizes. He's like, Oh, I overslept or something. He's just getting up now.
4: You wait for me.
2: Now she's she's saying, No, she's not going to have sex with this guy. Screw him. He lost his chance. So
4: deny. I? I mean, yeah, I want to subdue. Yeah, I'm desperate right now. But I'm not going to just have you fuck me up and, like, fuck me over. And you know what I mean? Like, hey,
2: she, re- you know, I'm glad this girl has self respect for herself.
4: Like, you get one chance and one chance only. Mm-hmm. And besides, his black ass has to walk here? It takes him like an hour to walk here. That dick's going to be musty. It's yes. already hot outside.
2: Good point. Although, you know, if you were horny enough, you could let him shower at your place first. Sometimes we forget how hard trans people actually have it. That dick's
4: going to be musty.
2: Dealing with musty dicks It's already
4: hot outside. That dick's going to be sweaty. I don't got time for a boy to come in my house and take a shower. Oh,
2: okay. No. Thought well, there you go. Just a little Andrea update. Everyone's having a bad week. Even non-trans people like our good friend Norman Wicks and his son, notoriously crotchety old homeless people. And keep in mind, Norman has been given options. They want to place him in, you know, some sort of senior living thing, and he doesn't want to do that. He also wants his son with him. It's a whole thing. So instead, they're like living out of their car and tent The issue is they put up their tents on sidewalks, so they're constantly being harassed by police. They're being told that, you know, they can't be there. They recently moved to a new location, also on the sidewalk, it appears, and uh, someone from the city is, like, taking pictures, I guess, for evidence.
4: We'll go right back to that spot.
2: They're not going to just
1: let him do his job, right? You have to get a federal stalking order to keep you away from me There ain't nothing here to clean up You're just a scam
2: You're scamming the public The guy isn't telling them to move or anything Again, he's taking pictures, which I guess is is getting Norman all upset Just so you can get funding and then go do dope and sell it on the streets They're they're always accusing police officers and city employees of doing meth Fucking chunky. You are my junkie You're just a fucking city-bought
1: fucking snitch junkie Doing the fucking bidding I'm gonna get a fucking restraining order against you I mean, obviously this guy's doing his job I already turned you in for being a fucking degenerate Shaking your junk at me (laughs) What part of the job the
2: city appoints you that you get to Oh, so in addition to meth, he's also a pervert some fruit looking for a good time, maybe a hand job or something. There's always like a gay angle. Every fucking video we play now has to have some sort of weird gay accusation. It points
1: to you that you get to shake your junk at somebody, huh? 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 Where do you get off shaking your junk at somebody in the public? And you work for the city? That's a lawsuit
2: instantly, buddy. <laughs> Right now, he's not shaking his junk at anyone. I, I, I mean, I don't know if they have evidence in, in another video. You stay away
1: from me, you fucking degenerate pervert. You're not going to get a blowjob from me. Keep it in your pants. You hear me? Keep it in your pants, you degenerate. You're a degenerate. You're Norman. not gonna get a blowjob. Norman, Norman, Norman! Fucking weirdo! Like Norman Sr. is like, hey, cool it. Get out of here! Hey, hey. keep it in your pants!
0: Dude, enough already.
1: Yeah, I mean I already turned you in. Stay away from me.
0: Dude, I'm not.
1: So... You're a weirdo! A wacko!
2: A druggie! A junkie! Sick in your head! You don't know what the fuck you're doing even. I mean, I guess the rebuttal could always be, um, at least I have a house. I'm not living with my 85-year-old father in a Coleman tent on the sidewalk. This pervert has a savings account. You
1: ain't a businessman.
2: You're a damn fool working for the
1: city. You think you can get away with whatever you want because your boss is the
2: city, you junkie. You're just a junkie. And you start to see why the police and the city's always getting involved with Norman. It's just, you know, it's constant screaming and disturbing the peace. They're just they're not pleasant people. I mean, I wouldn't be pleasant either if I was homeless. I get it, but it uh you know, it kind of seems like they enjoy fighting. Like this is the most excitement they're going to have all day. It's like, you know, having guests over, kind of the equivalent to that. I've got one more clip to share with you before we get into the news. It's our old friend pedophile from the future, Galileo twenty three thirty three. He's back with an entertainment report of sorts. You know, the biggest movie in America right now is the Super Mario Brothers movie. It's made like four or five hundred million dollars, and it you know it's been out for about a week. It's absolutely
0: huge. So Galileo has some th- <laughs> has some thoughts. Hi, this is Galileo2333. As many of you are aware in the gaming world, they've changed Mario, so now that uh, Peach is like a really feminist kind of girl boss character. Actually, I've heard conflicting opinions on this uh, from the right.
2: Some people, some conservatives, are happy that the Mario movie is doing so well because they say that the movie isn't woke. Other people are upset with the Mario movie because it's woke, because... Princess Peach is a strong female character. Galileo obviously feels that way. How is he going to fix the series? Is she going to get raped? She's probably going to get raped. Um, And
0: Mario is kind of, you know, I I guess is sort of emasculated. Um, And I have a theory, you know, I I have an idea for a fan made kind of video game, you know,
2: of that, you know, I've been working on learning how to make video games. I'm working on a game called Galileo, uh, Super Galileo World, right? Or Super Galileos? I I don't remember what I call that. I kind of gave up on it. (laughs) I've, you know, it's on hiatus right now. Production has stopped, paused. Maybe I should work on this um, new Mario game you know,
0: bring his vision to life. Um, I I think uh, Mario should be rewritten. I actually have a new character in Mario that I, that I like to to, uh, introduce. Um, Her name is Najma and she's, let me guys, she's 11. uh, You know, probably, you know, about a, you know, like a tween, maybe 10 or 12 year old girl from, (laughs) from, um, from a city outside of wet dry world. (laughs) I I bet. Uh, Yemen. Wet dry world. Actually, if if you know about Mario 64, uh, there's a level called wet dry world and in the, <laughs> background of that, of that. There's a there's a city um, that's it's, it's in Yemen, um, a city called Shabam, Yemen, um, and that's um and yeah, I think I think Mario's new love interest is going to be a girl from the outer city of Wet Dry World. Um, that's that would be kind of the theme of it. And he has to battle Peach. Peach is now the enemy, um, you know, and, and he has to and he has to destroy Peach so that he can get access to uh, so that he can you know hook up with um, with Najma from the outer from the outer city of Wet Dry World. Uh, yeah, you know that uh, Yemeni um, you know little you know girl. You know, kind of child bride uh, that Mario wants it to get. Uh, yeah, and I guess, um, yeah, I guess so. So yeah, it'd be like you know, the new theme of, of Mario. Uh, and I guess, um, you know, you know, little girlfriend, you know, traditional culture, Yemen, sure. Muslim, and 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 yeah, and, and it'd take place in you know, wet dry world. You know, that's mm. where they, you know, they have yeah. that city from the Yemen city in the background. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I guess, yeah. Well, anyway, I, maybe you know, I don't know if he had also, you know, if Peach is now kind of an ally of Bowser. You know, maybe maybe Bowser actually allies up with Mario to battle Peach. Um, you know, so that so that Mar- Eiffel Tower, that uh, Yemeni girl can get that so that Mario can get Najma from the outer from the outer city of of wet dry world. Uh, yeah, anyway, yeah, there's a fan made video game. Somebody could you know- this idea is so good. I don't think it should be fan made. I think it should be an official
2: Nintendo property. You need to email them your idea ASAP. Design that. Design that. Yeah. Well, anyway, there's a quick update. You Get
0: know. fucking Nintendo lawyers on this. Our kind of, you know, cultural uh, things that they're changing in, in mainstream society okay. and oh, how okay. fan-made productions can be used yes. as a way to actually fight back against that. Uh, yeah. Galileo, Francis, 33 signing off. Brilliant idea, Galileo.
2: It, we need someone who's going to be able to bankroll my conservative beer ideas and your Super Mario pedophile ideas. Who's going to step up to the plate here? <laughs> All right, uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy bizarre twist the
3: news right now. <laughs>
2: strange bizarre week of shows we've had uh yesterday was a sideshow exclusive podcast it was a lot of fun if you want to hear it and uh tuesday's sideshow exclusive episode as well sign up for the sideshow right now that is dv's member site where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs more importantly every week i do brand new exclusive shows uh, like the ones i just mentioned memberships are very inexpensive only six dollars and 99 cents a month even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. You get a personalized RSS feed, and it works with most podcasting apps like Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, yada, yada, yada. Works with a lot of them, not all of them. But uh, the majority of uh, podcast apps that people are using, it doesn't work with Google Podcasts, though, for some fucking reason. It's very annoying if you use Google Podcasts. I apologize. You can still get the uh, episodes on the website, superfreaksideshow.com. Or if you happen to use Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can get all of the new Sideshow exclusive episodes right alongside the free episodes in the feed. When you sign up for Sideshow access in those apps, just go to Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You can just just a few taps on your phone. Bing, bang, boom, you're in. You can even use Apple Pay if you're using uh, you know an iOS product. Just remember, if you use the Spotify app or Apple Podcast app to uh, you know to pay for the Sideshow, get access that way. You're not going to have access to the website to like a different system. It's just an easy, fast way to get Sideshow access. You don't have to mess around with RSS feeds and stuff like that. For more information, again, check out distortedview.com and Uh, Final way to help support DV, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. If you pledge at least $5, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. Okay, three very quick stories now. First up. Are you guys familiar with the musician and actor Lil Dicky? His real name is David Andrew Bird, and he has a Lil Dicky. I guess that's why he named himself that. He has spoken about his insecurity he felt over having a small penis. The U.S. rapper and actor best known for his 2013 viral YouTube hit, Ex-Boyfriend, and for co-creating and starring in the comedy series, Dave, recently appeared on the Call Her Daddy podcast, hosted by Alex Cooper. In it, the rapper spoke candidly about his small penis, including how he dealt with and overcame his insecurities. Yeah, how do you do that? Give me some tips. I guess the first thing you do is you you nickname yourself Lil Dicky. That way, when someone points out that you have a Lil Dick, you might just think they're calling your name, wanting to get your attention or something. Smart! Alright, uh, yes, the rapper spoke candidly about his small penis, including how he dealt with and overcame his insecurities, and how he uses it to fuel his creative output. Quote, I can't remember a time when I wasn't insecure about my penis. It's like the earliest core thought I have, the 35-year-old said. The singer was born with a tangled urethra. Ugh! how does that even happen? It's all knotted up in a pretzel. Uh... Even worse, he uh, has a condition called hypospadias. Oh, we've talked about that many times on the show. That's where, like, uh, your dick hole is not at the tip of the penis head. It's, like, on the top of the penis head or on the bottom. You know, the, the hole is in the wrong spot. Little Dicky said his... Uh, urethra was so tangled It was like a corkscrew See, I was thinking like a pretzel Okay, corkscrew At birth, doctors predicted that the Freaky Friday singer Wouldn't be able to urinate or ejaculate properly But good news just keeps on rolling in uh, Then he had to have multiple surgeries The singer has also had an operation To remove three black dots From the body of his penis That thing must be fascinating to look at There's a lot going on with that penis Even if it is small I got them removed, he said. Where one of the black dots was, I now pee out of it. When I piss, it's two holes. I'm kind of unclear exactly how many dots and how many holes he currently has. I'm wondering if he can play it like a flute, though. Like, can you hold your finger over one of the holes and blow out some notes? Oh, better yet, can you piss out of both holes? Like, if you hold your finger over the hole you normally piss out of? Will you then start peeing out of the other one? See, I need to be interviewing little Dicky. Not the stupid bitch from Call Me Mommy or whatever the hell it is. I never ask the good questions. The questions everyone wants to know. The singer described how nothing has informed his identity more than his manhood. I love my penis like you love a flawed Pixar character. <laughs> kind of starting to like this guy. Uh, Little Dicky recalled uh, about the first time he came close to a sexual encounter as a teenager. He said he had to make excuses as to why he didn't want to proceed further due to his severe anxiety. He then described losing his virginity for the first time at age 19. I just remember my main thought being like, oh, God, uh, it functions. My dick functions. And it was such a relief in that sense. Little Dicky also says that he shows his penis to his coworkers to give them motivation. (laughs) That's a lawsuit waiting to happen. When asked about what advice he'd give to his younger self, Dicky said, "Uh, "Girls don't know what a penis is supposed to look like. It's all going to be okay. It functions. It works. Yeah, most genitals are just gross to look at if you really examine them. You know, whether it be male or female. There's lots of like folds and." Pink things going on there. It's just weird. All right, uh, second story we have for you. This one comes from Virginia. Oh, Portsmouth. Is that near Richmond, Virginia? (laughs) Yeah. A woman who was held at Portsmouth City Jail in May of 2022 is suing the sheriff and a deputy over an incident in which she says the deputy forced her and at least one other female detainee to expose their genitals to actually prove they were menstruating. Well, because I'm a man and a misogynist, I'm going to defend the police officers here. My theory is these lady inmates were lying about all sorts of stuff, getting into trouble. You know, they lost the trust of the police officers. So when they were like, we're menstruating real bad. We can't go out on, you know, picking up litter duty or whatever the hell they were making them do. The police officers were like, I don't believe you. You're going to have to prove that your pussy's all bloody. Yeah, let's blame the women here. Uh, the woman, Denisha Martin, said in the suit filed on Friday, April seventh, that the deputy ordered the detainees to expose themselves as a condition of obtaining sanitary products. Oh, they just wanted tampons. That is kind of a dick move. Why would the women lie about that to get maxi pads? What can you do with a maxi pad? You know, if they if they weren't menstruating and they wanted these things, what well, what would the purpose be? What can you craft with a maxi pad? You can't carve a gun out of that shit, right? It's not like they're going to start a riot with those tampons. Tie a couple together and create tampon nunchucks? I guess those could be used as a weapon. Especially if one of the police officers has a cotton allergy. I'm back on the the women's side here. Want me to show them my pussy hole? No, th- you know what? Suck my bloody pussy. I believe there's a song for that.
3: Fuck, fuck, fuck my
2: bloody pussy.
3: Suck, suck, suck my bloody Pussy Lick, click, click My bloody pussy My vagina ain't handicapped Fum, for fum, fum My bloody pussy Lick, click, click My bloody pussy Suck, suck, suck My bloody pussy My vagina ain't handicapped
2: Majel ZZ Diamond, everybody Quote, the provision of a sanitary pad Or a tampon by a a correctional officer To a female detainee slash inmate Is a mere, uh, ministerial function I don't know what that means That in no way requires the exercise of discretion Basically what they're saying is If a woman asks for a tampon Give her a fucking tampon That's according to Martin's suit According to a copy of an email Obtained by the local news Portsmouth City County Chief Deputy Of Jail Operations Lieutenant Oh Jesus Christ what a title here. Okay. Chief Deputy of Jail Operations, Lieutenant Colonel Dorothy Dildy Clemens. I would not have hyphenated my name if I was her. I would have just went ahead and uh, dropped the Dildy. That's, it's just not a great last name. Anyway, they wrote, uh, Deputy, shortly after the alleged May 2nd incident, that, quote, "...at no time are you to ask female inmates to pull down their pants and undergarments to visually see if they're on their cycles." I feel like you idiots should have already known that. Quote, this can become a PREA issue that can escalate into a lawsuit. By the way, PREA stands for Federal Prison Rape Elimination Act. Yeah, this has to stop immediately. (laughs) The email reads... Dilly Clemens noted in the same email that the jail had plenty of sanitary products and directed deputies to log the names of inmates receiving such products and the quantity used. Martin is accusing the sheriff and a deputy named Catherine Adams of sexual abuse, gross negligence, and willful and wanton uh, misconduct and intentional infliction of emotional distress. She's seeking $1 million in compensatory damages, you can buy a lot of tampons with that money, and $350,000 in punitive damages, as well as attorney fees and costs. She's being represented by Mark Dix. A lot of great names are involved in this news story. Dix, Dildy. Hey, Mark Dix is an attorney with the Richmond, Virginia-based Dix Law Firm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dix. Yeah. Yeah. Dix. Oh, by the way, if you're wondering what this woman was originally arrested for, She was being held at the Portsmouth City Jail on charges of malicious wounding and conspiracy to maliciously wound in connection to the shooting of a man and the striking of a woman by a vehicle. The the charges, by the way, were later dropped. Now she's dealing with malicious wounds to herself. Axe wounds. Get it? Pussy. Axe. Axe wounds. Blood. Blood. Little menstrual humor there. (laughs) Dicks. (laughs) Dildy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, final story we have for you. Oh, let's end the week with a little light bestiality. A repulsive act involving a cat and presumably a boy or teenager caught on surveillance footage has been circulating online today. Like what fucking websites have you been visiting? Where does one normally go to find cat humping videos? Reddit probably, right? The clip posted by cat owner <laughs> what what? Uh, uh @ismulmuzim, uh, <laughs> I don't know, on Instagram showed a boy trying to hump a gray cat. I don't think that's going to work out for them. Cats are squirrely and they have claws and bite. That's why, like, people are always, uh, like, molesting or, you know, fucking around with dogs. Dogs are loyal. You know, for the most part, they love you. Cats don't like people. They tolerate humans. They don't tolerate you humping them. Dogs, on the other hand, are like, "Mm, I guess I'll lay here and take this dick in my butt. Maybe he'll feed me afterwards. Like, you know, they're always looking for a treat. They think, you know, they think they're going to be a good boy and get something out of this. Guys, seriously, I have no idea what I'm talking about. Uh, All right. Uh, The Instagram account said he made a police report. Oh, so he took the picture. He saw what was going on, took a picture of the guy humping the cat and immediately posted it on Instagram because that's where you go to report such things. He did make a police report, but nothing has been done. Uh, and decided to post the clip to seek justice for his feline. Oh, okay. Uh, what do you feel when some sick bastards do this to your cat? Oh, so it's his cat. I'm so confused. What? The news story really needs to lay this out a little more clearly. Apparently, this boy was trying to hump a gray cat repeatedly outside of a ground floor house. The cat was uh, the Instagram owner's feline. The Instagram user said, I'm putting this out here in the hopes that it goes viral so relevant parties can take action against this guy. The cat was loitering, uh, loitering around before being grabbed by the boy several times after it tried to escape. The boy then fiddled with his pants and seemingly dry humped the cat from behind. Ismul says that the cat was traumatized after the incident. The Animal and Veterinary Services have been contacted, but they did not uh, immediately respond to queries requesting comment. At least it seems that, uh, you know, this video or photo or whatever it was is doing what this guy wants. It's kind of going viral. News stories are being written uh, about it. So I'm sure this Meow Lester will face legal consequences. like that? Mead? Meow Lester? Because it's a cat getting molested and a cat makes meow... No laughing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. No? All right. Me didn't like that one. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Friday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right, guys. Love to hear from you freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distorted view on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedview show. Don't forget about the Discord. That's where all the freaks are hanging out. Posting links chatting sharing all sorts of stuff uh there's a link on the main navigation bar over there at distortedview.com use that as your invite in all right let's check in with a few freaks here uh timmy i uh i'm so, i'm sorry i have to call in and make a a minor a minor complaint oh uh, i'm in trouble now um, this is greg from austin and um uh, just mildly upset that you couldn't remember oh. <laughs> that I live in. Austin. I know exactly. Yeah. Austin. Yeah, the, <laughs> Twink Toilet called in and said he was going to be visiting Austin, Texas, and I suggested that he get together because there's a lot of DV listeners into, or there's at least a few, right? Uh, including Davide, and then someone else from <laughs> from Austin, and I didn't, I couldn't remember the name. Greg from Austin And I go Whoops. by the name Greg from Austin That's literally The name you call in with I know I'm an idiot I've only been calling The voicemail line Using this Please name Please accept my Heartfelt apology For oh I don't know Over a okay. decade Okay Alright um, I'm sorry That's a little bit upsetting Timmy uh, I love you
5: I'm only going to uh, Discontinue my Sideshow membership no! For a month As a uh, punishment But <laughs> I, I will I will come back I'm just kidding Timmy I, I can't oh. quit you But <sighs> seriously Oh my
2: gosh How the fuck did you start to get heart palpitations there? Greg from Austin lives in. Greg from Austin. Greg from Austin. I will never forget your name again. Greg from Austin. Austin. Where are you from again, though? Where are you calling in from? (laughs) All right. uh, Next up.
5: Hey, Ken. Hey, Comet calling up to expand on your idea of using mead as a uh, spokesperson.
2: Oh, that was the last thing, the the last great idea I had about the conservative beer. I don't know if that was during a uh, sideshow exclusive episode, but I thought it might be fun. That mead, you know, mead could be the spokesperson uh, for our conservative beer. Well, you know, the whole idea is shot now because someone else is doing it. Hard mead sweet tea. Oh, my God. You're um, you're a fucking genius. I didn't even think of that. Now, you know what? The idea is back on, <laughs> right? Yeah, okay. Th- th- that idiot can have his stupid conservative beer. We're going to have conservative hard sweet tea and mead is going to be the spokesperson. Haley's comment, I'm I guess you are uh, you're expecting a cut now from this since it's pretty much all your idea. Well, that's hard fine. Mead, sweet tea. That's Or good. Ultimately, we use his name Skeleton and
5: we uh use we, we do a play on words with his last name
2: uh for the uh the hard sweet tea. Uh you know, joke about, you know,
5: Skeleton tea, hard as a bone.
2: No. That sort of thing. No, I don't like that. What do that. you think? I just, I just like the hard, I do like the, I, I like the idea of a hard sweet tea and getting meat involved and using that dopey ass song of his. Oh,
5: my, my, Timmy Boo, I love <laughs> you, my favorite faggotier. <gasps> Ooh,
2: a t-shirt with the word faggotier on it. And an image of, like, a gay guy with a rocket on his back. Kind of like a, 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 a rainbow shooting out instead of flames. You know, like like Disney's Rocketeer. But it's a faggot. That, that might be a, a good idea for some TV merchandise. Pride is coming up. Uh, I'm sure all my gay listeners would like uh, some Pride merchandise. <laughs> I love, you guys are coming up with a lot it. of good ideas Heart that I'm going to steal.
5: Episode like yesterday's show you played the freak out at panda express <laughs> it is so funny
2: that guy was losing his mind it was awesome he was going after everyone anyone who got his attention right someone if, if you made eye contact with the guy he was coming after you uh,
5: actually <laughs> insulting somebody overweight at a Chinese restaurant, <laughs> Band and,
2: Express. Uh, I know.
5: After listening to that, I uh, was in the mood for some Chinese, but I resisted. I'm trying to, you know, slim down, trim down a little. I want oh, a, good a gay encounter sometime, and I just uh, want to have a nice uh, slim down a little more, so I'm not a shy. It's been over 20 years. Anywho. I was thinking of getting some Chinese, but I didn't. I resisted, like I said, but I thought of you and Lord Douche. Did you you two go out on a date and have a date night and go watch Mario Brothers?
2: No, I mean, I kind of want to see the Mario Brothers movie. I don't need to see it in theaters necessarily. uh, necessarily. I don't know why I'm slurring my words. I think I'm stroking out here. (laughs) It's late. I'm tired. Uh... I, I uh Lord Douche has no interest in seeing the movie whatsoever. Uh one of his co-workers was going with his kids and was like, hey, you should go with him uh and see the movie. And I'm like, I'm not gonna go to the movie with a guy and his kids. The like, movie? No. I mean, come on, though, it's the last time you went to the movies. It's been a while. It's like uh before the pandemic. Uh like I stopped going to the movies, I think, in like twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen. We had a lot of bad experiences in the movies. Uh, what? That was mostly in Columbus, though. We had a, a real bo issue. <laughs> the, the movies in Columbus. There were every time we would go to the movies, people with bad body odor would s- sit next to us. Uh, fucking Ghostbusters! I remember that the
5: fucking new one, and people were mad because they the new one sucks.
2: Wait, I thought I thought everyone likes the new one. It was the one before the new one that people hated. It was the girl Ghostbusters that everyone hated. But Ghostbusters Afterlife, people actually enjoyed. I liked it. I have, of course, I like the one with the girls too. I, I'll just watch anything.
5: Watch that movie since since you told me it sucks.
2: Well, no, everybody,
5: the freaks were complaining that it sucked.
2: Hmm, that must Goodbye, have been the girl one. Did I did I say it sucked? I think I thought it was okay. It it just it didn't seem like a Ghostbuster movie, though. You know what I mean? You want the story to continue. That's what I want. That's what I like. I like the, the first movie in the 80s and the second one. And, and the nice thing about this last one, Ghostbusters Afterlife, is, it, you know, it continues the story. That's what I like. I don't care. You know, we can have new cast or whatever. I get that, you know, Bill Murray probably doesn't want to have a huge part in these um, movies anymore now that he's in his whatever, 80s, 90s. It's getting old, man. Although, um, I hear that the next Ghostbusters movie that they're filming has Ernie Hudson in it again and, um, Dan Aykroyd. So, you know, it's going to be, again, uh the old guys and the new guys again so that'll be fun I'm all for it I love Ghostbusters love the franchise alright uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the show want you guys to email me show at distortedview.com distortedview.com is our official website voicemail line for you 206-666-4463 that's 206-66 oh god is it oh god that dick's gonna
4: be musky
2: spread the distortion STD tell all your friends about the show don't forget to give us a 5 star rating a thumbs up Like wherever you can rate and review podcasts Guys thank you so much For uh, a great week of shows I had a blast I hope you enjoyed these things And of course I'll be back on Monday To do it all over again Until then Bye
3: everybody (laughs)
2: We'll
3: see you this has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe media group learn more at scrub.net